musicians and man caves. How do? Welcome to the podcast Musicians and Man Caves with Chris, Tom, Alex and me, Paul, otherwise known as Nottingham Band Dread and Monkey. As the band is nearing its 10th anniversary, we decided we should do something completely different, talking crap for a change. We spend a third of our rehearsal each week talking anyway, so we thought, why not stick a mic in front of us and have a laugh? And all the ideas floating around in our four little hairy heads, and let's see where it takes us. So the idea is to pick three topics each week and ramble on. So sit back and relax. Welcome and enjoy Musicians and Man Caves. Yeah, I, think, I think covering the, uh, the depression thing is quite, quite good because... Um, Come a bit closer to your mic. I oh, was miles away. You seem to sit any further back than Chris. Yeah, but he's uh, projecting his bassy tones, isn't he? No, I don't. <laughs> I you talk out your hat. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you wearing a hat inside? I don't know, I've suddenly found a love for hats again. Oh, okay. So I go through stages where I like to wear them and then I hate them and then I wear them again. I'm mm-hmm. liking the hat at the minute. Yeah. Yeah, I've been wearing a hat actually. Because I don't like my hair. That's my it flattens my hair, don't Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You suffer from the curly uh, curly yeah. problem, like I've me. I've been trying it. to cut it for the last week. You dread it, dude, it's so well, anyway, sorry, Alex. Carry on. Depression. Your oh yeah, yeah. I think it's quite quite a good thing because obviously, you know, in, in the media now, sort of, you know, it's becoming slowly more recognised. But you know, something came up on um, on one of my social media feeds about it all and some statistics and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think men and women, in particular, deal with it in very different ways. Obviously, you know, we know women get things like uh, um, is it post? Was it? Post-natal. Post-natal, that's what I've got, yeah. yeah. Obviously, as men, I don't think we get that. Um, that's, that's specifically after having a yeah. baby. Yeah, so. but, and I think women suffer with things differently. I think men, in general, um, we have compartments. I kind of rehearsed this speech a bit last night, actually, because well, I knew I was going to do quite a big piece on it. Uh, I think men, we have... Alex is prepared, then we're not... Yeah. No, no, I did. Honestly, <laughs> if anyone would have came into my house and heard me talk to myself for 20 minutes, they'd probably think I'd lost the plot. No, that's good. Go, but, for um, go for it. Go for it. you all that, Alex. Don't, don't cry, though, because I ain't got no tissues. That's all right. Go off your phone no, and go No, I'm taking it off because it keeps vibrating. Hopefully it's some tits or something. But, um, <laughs> no. So I think men in general, I think we have like three compartments for things. We have... Um, I'll split life into three categories. You saw after that. When you're a single sort of young man and you've got Snapchat, Alex, you hope for these things. Yeah, <laughs> I can relate. But, yeah, so I believe men have three compartments in life. We'll put them in subcategories. Uh, so you've got work life, social life, family life. And I believe as men, or in my personal opinion... We can deal with one of these three things being an absolute chaos at any one time. You know, you might have a great relationship um, and have a decent social life. You might hate your job, but you can deal with it. Or you can be having a pretty good job, painfully single, but you still got a bit of a social life. Again, you can deal with it. But I think if you've got even two of those things start going a little bit wrong, I think that's something when men start to get a little bit cross-wired. 
The balance has shifted. That, that's it. So it's only yeah, uneven. So it, and and guy all three of them. But that, that's what. That's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. So if, uh, if it's just one, you can yeah. kind of see the light. Yeah, that's that's it. You know you can switch, switch exactly away from it. And, yeah. and I don't think men are very good when because obviously um, work life bleeds into social life because you tend to you know have friends from work that you go out with. Um, if you've got a relationship, if it depending on your kind of relationship, it can affect your social life. Vice versa, not having a social life makes it difficult to find a relationship, affects your love life. So it's all interlinked. But I think when they start bleeding over one another, I think that's where men have a problem. Because I know, me personally, I'm not massively social. You know, this is my major social outlet for the week. Uh, work's not going fantastic. Um, and I ain't got a missus. But... Fuck yeah, but you see, the problem is if if you if I spend too much time thinking about it, it starts bothering me. Yeah. Whereas, like I say, you know, I've been in relationships in the past where I've had terrible relationships. Job's been okay, and I've had a social life, mm. so I dealt with it. Yeah. And I say when one or two of those things start crossing over, yeah. it becomes a little. And I don't, and I don't think men can talk about it. It's getting better. It, it is getting better. Thankfully, like. I think the problem is really it's that not that they can't talk about it, it's they don't want to talk about it because it shows they are weaker. You're supposed to be like the strong alpha male, aren't you? Like yeah, exactly. Your weakness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is changing. I think. Yeah, it's getting better, I think. But I think it still depends on the still person. It's still in our nature not to. I think mm. for our generation, it's already like that. I don't, I don't in know. Our minds, that's, I think we'll that's, go around the table, but I don't know what kind of character you are. Um, obviously I've known you a while but I still don't know I mean you don't tend to know what's going off in Tom's head because I think there's like yeah. fairies and, and cupcakes and pink fluffy clouds in Tom's head because yeah. it just seems to be so chillaxed all the yeah. time it just don't seem to bother him but I think obviously it does bother him in his own I mean you proved me wrong I don't know I mean do you take things to heart do you bottle things up or do you let them out or you just don't give them monkeys yeah a lot of things I can't do anything about it. I don't worry about it. Well, that's a brilliant attitude. But whereas me, I'll bottle things up for years. Yeah. I will literally soak in things. You know what I mean? So I don't know, Chris. You're kind of you wear your heart on your sleeve, but you can be a bit like that thing. Yeah, I wear, wear my heart on my sleeve. I think generally, but you, I think you're pretty tough in that sense that you can cope with things. I'm really sensitive I in know, that I, sense. I, I, I can. There's certain things that I really don't cope with very well. I've talked about on the podcast before. Um, but I think the problem can be, for me, and probably, I don't know if this is just anybody or blokes or whatever, mm. but what you were talking about, Alex, if if you've got a bit too much time to think, or if there's too, the balance is wrong and you've mm. got too much that's, that's not great about your life, you can then feel trapped. I think it's quite dangerous. You haven't got that energy to feel like you, you can get out of it. Yeah. Or if you've got too much time to think. And I think, as blokes, I don't know if it's just us, but... I don't feel like I'm designed to have too much time to think. I need to be doing something. Well, that's why I used to work busy. so much at one point. Not pondering. Not busy. pondering. I think personally, I think blokes tend to try and do that anyway. Definitely. I mean, personally, I, I have to have some sort of project always on the go. I can't sit yeah. after my tea at night time. I cannot sit there for two hours watching telly. Mm. Not until later, till I actually switch off. Yeah. I've got to have something to do. I'll do the pops. I'll do whatever. Mm. Yeah. Go and train. Whatever. But I cannot sit there because I, on a Sunday, all everybody will go out. And in the afternoon, if I've not got something to do, I go ballistic. I just can't cope on my own. I'm not, honestly, seriously, I cannot, because I've always had family around me. Yeah. I've always had friends around. We've always had quite a busy household yeah. at home, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. We've always had, you know, because we had siblings. We had 
yeah. older sister, younger brother. Mm. So we always had noisy somebody house. there, a noisy house. Yeah. So I can't cope with being on my own. I can't just sit there and watch TV all day mm. on my own. Unless it's like gone like nine o'clock or something at night. I can it's when it's late. Switching yeah, off time. You feel like you've done that's that. a little bit different. But if it's daylight out, it's like I should be doing something. And yeah. I get a bit anxious if I don't go and do something. I do, yeah. 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 I've got but something. I, think, I, have, I have to try and find something. Are these things are like pyjama days and stuff? I hate being ill. I don't know about you, but I can't yeah. just sit there for a day. And More Ill. so when I got older and you, you're busy anyway with mm. kids and whatever, you feel just wrong, like not. Yeah, but well, I think, then, are I women was... mainly good at that sort of stuff? Do you think? Having pajama days, they seem to revel in it. I think you... I think it's more in the nature to to nest, to relax. To... I think, and I think they'll they feel more comfortable doing that it's crucial I think to relax you've got to relax you've got yeah. to switch off but I, I just don't think I ever do I relax when I'm doing like making something or doing yeah. music or something yeah that's what that's you my enjoy. relax I never sit there mm. yeah. but literally yeah. just sitting there watching telly or just reading a book or, I, I yeah. tend to find I'm really relaxed most when I'm watching a film that I like and I tend to fall asleep because I think I'm so relaxed, which I really don't. I can relax. genuinely say I've never fell asleep in front of the oh, telly. I, I do I if, I, if I'm ha- enjoying the film and I'm I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> can't be that good. comfortable. <laughs> Films that you know what I mean. No, generally yeah, can't no, because I'm so relaxed. I don't relax very easily at all. I don't. I just don't relax. Uh, you asked the missus, but I've never ever fell asleep. Oh, if I'm watching football because I love football, then mm. sometimes I fall asleep. God, if anything's put me to sleep, it'll be football. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, we had the horse racing on at work today. That was pretty bad. I don't know. I yeah, tell you, I'll I'll tell you what, I was drifting. Golf, <laughs> golf puts puts yeah. me out. Yeah, or cricket. I don't, yeah. Golf is boring. Yeah. Mm. But, but then again, that, if I can sit down and watch snooker, I mean, you'll you'll be rolling yards at this, Alex. I need don't like snooker. But if you sit down and watch snooker, I'm quite happy. If, quite, if you give it the time, if you, if you watch a frame and you can stand it for that long, you yeah. just, you get into it. I used to be into tennis, but I can't can't watch that. I like tennis. I just like watching the ladies' tennis. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. We have five minutes. Well, come back or do you want to carry on with your compartment? I think we'll forget where we are. Break. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> true. <clears throat> distracted. So, so one thing I have been given, putting a lot of thought into is um, I think when it comes to um, you know, um, depression and stuff, I, th- I think it must be very isolating being... Intelligent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, did you do you realise how that sounded? When you no, said that. No. No, because <laughs> no, no, I was thinking about it. Like, if you um everyone at school, you must have had that one person who was just massively intelligent, you know, smarter than the teachers. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. must be extremely isolating. I, I, I think lad, it was when you look you usually fairly yeah, alone. Yeah. Cause I, there was a lad in high school, his, his name was Sam. And he was scarily intelligent, mm. but he never interacted with anyone because I just don't think anyone was on his level. So that must have been quite isolating and depressing. Yeah. And then we had a basis like that once in a band, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Not mentioning that. No, he, he was off on his own planet. It was a good yeah. laugh, though. Yeah. But, and I, I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Though. And I think, but then I look at um, some of these people, you know, to try to put politely, who maybe aren't as intelligent as other people, and they're happy as bloody Larry. They seem to be happy. Yeah. And I just yeah. kind of think. Are you just? I think yeah. If you don't overthink yeah, things, I, I think, think yeah, you're yeah. happier. Or, or they haven't got the. Um, the that's why Tom's happy. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just inviting you into the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Like, you know, where I live, you know, 
it's quite renowned for people not being particularly intelligent. Oh, here we go. It's your street again. <laughs> no, no, I'm not... No, I'm not I'm, I'm getting lynched. No, no, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't going to go on about my road or anything. Benedict but just, Street. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I think it's... A lot of people... Um, obviously, I'm not, I'm not going to go start pointing fingers, but I genuinely think that people who are maybe, <laughs> maybe less intelligent... I don't think it's that they have they don't have the capacity to think about things in depth. I think they just not are. So they just go, I've done my back I've done my, my job today packing salt in boxes, I'm going to the pub. And they just don't worry about it. Mm. Uh, they've got you've got missus worries about everything or orders the bills. You know, if they came to pay the bill they'd go, Money, card, <laughs> like that. But I think, you know, if you mm. if you are a thinker and you have too much time alone, you start... forever striving yeah. and never living the moment, and, do and you? And I think yeah. you end up slowly going to the dark corner of your mind. That's kind of how I've switched off now a little mm. bit. I, I was always like that. Always a thinker. Yeah. Always goes, worried about... That always... goes back to what we were just talking about in the other topic. It's like when you're playing live on stage, yeah. or a sports person's in that zone, as they call it... You don't you, remember you're it. You're not thinking, yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. You're just not, doing. Yeah. That's a, a, a relaxed sort of good feeling. Mm. Yeah. Not overthink things, is it? You're yeah. just doing it. I think that's in our nature as yeah. humans, just to do that. Well, I, I think I think it affects everyone differently. We've got too much to think about now. Oh, have we not evolved yeah. enough to think about the things we have to think about? It's so much going off. We're not just going out to catch, however dangerous and difficult a life that would be. To go and live in the in the plains it, it, of Africa. It's not. It's not mentally stressful, is it? You've got two things to worry about. Well, you've got a few things to worry about. You've got shelter, food, fire, water. Keep young safe. In this day and age, more simple. You have more so good. much pressure financially. That's um, ridiculous. You know, image, social image, everything. Cars, yeah. insurance. That's it. You know, like people, insurances for everything. Yeah, mortgage, that's it. Public phones. liability. Yeah. Charging things for to, to charging the next day, doing your sandwiches yeah. for the next day. Oh, that drives me. So many little thing. things yeah. you have to do just to. But it all piles up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, could you imagine if suddenly government went around to you know what? Don't pay for anything. Just contribute. So okay, and these come out. Oh yeah, I'm gonna give you this patch line. Can you dig a few holes, stick some carrots in it, blah blah. And this is all. I'd love to go back to that. I yeah, I, I really would. Because I mean, now I get up. Whatever time it oh, four in the morning, I sit down probably about nine o'clock. Yeah. Obviously, you've got kids and everything. So, you've got to do their sandwiches for the next day. You've got to get your own sandwiches done for the next day. You've got to do the tea, you've got to wash the pots. And then you've got to, if you leave the pots, then you've got to do them in the morning. You think, oh, bugger it, I can't be bothered. Yeah. And then when you come in from work, oh, they're still there because nobody else is going to do them. Yeah, now yeah, it's all dried yeah. on and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and, you think, and then you start stressing about that. And then yeah. you're thinking, oh, what can I do for tea? And then you think, oh, I can't bother to do that. I can't bother to cook. And then there's all the little things like, um, for example, let's say you've done all your financial planning for the month, blah, blah. And then suddenly your car breaks. Or your washing machine. Or your, or your washing machine yeah, blows yeah. up, or yeah. your boiler packs up, mm. or your car goes for an MOT, you think it's going to cost you 200 quid, yeah, it's going to cost you a grand, mate, this is broke, that's broke, and he's mm. like... If I don't get that, I, ain't got, I can't the go control, to work. The control's yeah. taken away from you. Oh, because, 110%. Like, you can't often do anything for yourself no. now. You can't fix the car anymore. No. You, you can't go and catch your own food. No. You go to the supermarket and they want you to have a club card... You've got this and that and, yeah. and every, all this different. You know. Then you've got to remember to put the points in, and then you, you yeah. yeah, and it's like got to remember your carry bags. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
carrier bag. Don't forget them things. That you turn up and they say five pa- five p sorry <coughs> for a carrier bag. It's like oh ah uh. oh dear. It's too much going on. It's too much going on. No Curtains. Buying lampshades, Alex. He was mentioning earlier on. He bought three lampshades. That's yeah. just you're getting old. And do you know what the scary thing was? Was how much I was appreciating my new lampshades. <laughs> my mate who li- lives with me lives in a different world. He, he lives in what, what's known. We've seen the pictures. Yeah. So. He, he lives in Smithy Land. I bet he's happy though, isn't he? Oh, he's happy as a pig in shit. He doesn't worry about anything. Yeah. Money's like water, it's just disposable. Turn tap on, watch the note fly away. As long as he's got a smoke on and stuff like that, he's happy, but he doesn't worry about anything. He doesn't have to worry about bills, this, that, this, that. He doesn't have to worry about anything, nothing. All he has to worry about is how drunk can I get today and still function at work the next day. You know. Well, we all did that in his, what, early teens, 20s yeah. or whatever. Early teens. Yeah, he, yeah. Early teens, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the same age as me. That's what I mean. But yeah. people keep that. Some people, Some people do. Right, yeah. Yeah. keep that till the oh, 40s and 50s. They don't and, care. And, and he'll never change, so... But I mean, fair play to him. If oh, that was, makes, oh, yeah. you know, makes a matter. Don't get me wrong. I wish I was half me, half him. You know, I wish I learned to let go of things a little bit and just went, you know, yeah, sort it. Well, that's kind of to yeah. the point I've got is where I just kind of get on with it now. I don't yeah. really think about it too much. I'm quite glad I'm so busy that now I have much time to think. Cause I mean, I mean me I've even way. said in the past, this sounds really like harsh and a bit weird, but can't wait to die so I can have a rest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's ridiculous how much pressure you put on yourself. Because mm. even when you retire, you still have loads of stuff to do. I can't wait to retire. I can't. Because then you're not going to worry about work. That is the most... Just plod along. That's the biggest ball ache of life, I think, work. I think if yeah. you start worrying about you things, do it. it's a slippery slope. And, and that's exactly what you said earlier. Um, you know, this is where me and you are probably a bit different. You know, if something's out of your control, don't worry about it, but... I can't help but sometimes worry about something out of my control. I'm thinking, oh. Yeah, because you want to control yeah. everything. And I think used to worry about it, but then it's it like get being self em- I tried not to. Yeah. like being self-employed, though, isn't it? You, you, you'd have so much stress over that. If you go to work for somebody, you go to work, leave it at work, come home. Yeah. yeah you, and you, pay, you get a pay packet. At the yeah, end that's of the it, and, that, and this is exactly what I found. So There's nothing more stressful than trying to find a job oh, no. or... You know. No, I say um, one of the, one of my mates. Uh, he was he was a sparky for for ten months, self-employed, and he says it was the most stressful thing. That he says he's never ever felt so much stress. You know, he was on tablets. You know, he was um, you know not sleeping at all at night, and then you know he'd be running around chasing people all because you know when your next pay things coming in. Yeah. But you go to work for someone, you generally make less money, but it doesn't matter because I know. When I go for a job, you know, if I end up coming in with you guys or whatever, I'll come in, do my job, and then just go, yeah, cheers, go home. Yeah, you can forget about That's it. That's it, not worry about it. And then turn up again, switch off, well, not switch off, but you know what I mean, sort of accept that the man's going to shaft me for a bit, pay my taxes, do my thing, be a normal sort of functioning worker of society. Don't try and, you know, get around everything, make a, fight my own path. Just tread the path that most other people... Choose the path of less resistance for a bit. Yeah, because even though you you bow into society and you having to pay your taxes like everyone else, if you go self-employed, you've got to you've got to do all that. Yeah, you're right. You get more. You don't have to pay as much tax. No, but you've got to put so much effort yeah, into to so get much, around everything. There is the so much hidden work in it, and, yeah. I, and I think if anyone's never tried it and is thinking of doing it, it really is so much more. You know, there's so many things you overlook. Um, you know, just little things like. 
where, who are your suppliers? How much does this actually cost? Right, okay, this is falling through. Um, where, where do I get this from? All your insurances. And then you've got to do, you know, if like me, where you're doing sort of like your taxes and stuff yourself, spend hours going through receipts, totaling sort of mileage. You've got to remember to keep clocking all your miles. It's like a big company. They'll have a, an office staff that does yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. accounts. That's so it. You've got to do that and then do the actual job. That's it. And then do the work and then... Um, source all the stuff to so then go do and it and try and get the money you're owed that's it yeah, which can be a big thing from customers oh god tell me about it mm. so that could could be a couple you've got to put the, put the funds up to start with to that's it the then, then you need the initial investment for your tools and your work yeah. vehicle and I'll tell you how unless you have it mapped out and set solid in stone which never happens no you've got no guarantees yeah. have you at all don't, don't bother <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't bother or if you are going to do it make sure you've got a partner who if you've got nothing coming in, you can support your house. I say, because I'm single, mm. living on my own. Yeah. So everything falls on me. If I don't make any money, no money comes in. Mm. Well, houses don't run on hopes and dreams and quotes. Well, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> you, you did save a bit of money up to back yourself. Yeah, oh, for oh, a yeah, yeah. Bit, so. that's it. I mean, I've done I'm, it in the right way. Yeah, I, I was smart enough to kind of plan it, but yeah. yeah there's no shame in saying, no, oh, no, I'm going to. Oh, no, we'll try again. Try again. You tried it. I tried again, and I'll tell you what, I learned, I learned a lot of lessons. I learned more in in three months than I have done in mm. probably four years working for someone. Yeah. What I've learnt is the world doesn't owe you a bloody thing. No, exactly. Doesn't, doesn't matter how entitled you feel. No, no. It doesn't owe you shit. Everyone <laughs> wants something for nothing as That's well. That's it. Yeah. It pays as little as possible. Well, going back to the band, everybody does want something for nothing. You don't get yeah. paid for... Yeah. For you an exposure. That, that's we it, are exposure. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're promoting you, exposure. Well, that's yeah, brilliant. That's how the tables have turned years ago, 60s or whatever. It used to be pubs on every corner, bands getting paid. Yeah. And they used to all go around, they always used to entertain, and you got paid for it. Now, it's like you're doing them a favour, and they're promoting you. Yeah. It's like, no, stuff you, we've been working as shit. Musicians don't make a lot of money anymore, do they? They don't make any money. Unless no. you're massive. There's no record sales. No. no. Even People don't no. even think it's like a bad thing that you don't get paid, it's just normal now. Yeah. You don't even think about asking, you pay, played your gig, you yeah. pack up. You don't even think about going to get paid. I mean, the, the no. best people, really, to get paid is tribute. Yeah, you can. Because we've had some yeah. of the best gigs. To be fair, we've had some of the best gigs yeah. from, uh, on the back of a tribute yeah. play. And yeah. we've yeah. supported oh, them. Because they, they've got a crowd there. And we yeah. generally do go down well. Not always. But generally, we do go down quite well. I think they're the best gigs. And they're getting paid. Yeah. But it's like a service, isn't it? But original music, like we're doing. You've got no Bob Hope. No. <laughs> no, they, they think you do it just because you enjoy it. Mm. But I think people who don't play in bands, this is the thing that I hate most about being in the band, is, you know, we play a set for four to five minutes, even an hour. Mm. Don't realise, though, there's about seven hours involved. Because, Get into the gig. Oh, yeah, because, of, because yeah. what's fantastic, say, for people listening who haven't ever gigged or been in the band, mm. what's brilliant is... Bands on at seven o'clock. They want you there at about half past two to do a sound check, five in, hours in advance. Yeah. And they expect you to be there at half past two and then not go anywhere or do anything. Yeah. Just sit there. Yeah. And they don't People don't realise that. They just turn up and everything's yeah. done for you. But it's you're not. actually doing the sound. You're yeah. setting up, wiring everything up. Obviously, there's a sound man some of the time. But yeah, and you, you're leaving there gone midnight. Yeah. And then driving home. And, and then unloading the stuff. It. That's yeah. it. And then you get home and you, then you've got uh, another you've got to unload all, all the gear when you get in. That's it. You can't leave the gig. You've left early because you've got to be at sound check for two o'clock. Yeah. And you're getting in at midnight and getting up or whatever to go back to work. Yeah. 
I'll never forget coming home at nine o'clock in the morning from one of the gigs I did down in Southampton with one of the bands I did. Hmm. And went to work. Did you? Yeah, I went to work that day. But I got back at nine o'clock in the morning, so I was late. It was ridiculous. I was up for like 18 hours straight before I went to work. Yeah, well, I could do it in my 20s. I can't do it now. No. But ridiculous. I slept on the uh, little road next to the M25 once as well in the Nova. Vauxhall Nova. And all the amps were in the back. This was in the mate of ours, Nova. He didn't even have a driving licence. <laughs> I was actually <laughs> sat upright in this chair because the amps were behind me. So yeah, I couldn't yeah. put the seats flat. Sat up next to the M25. I mean, that's living it, isn't it? Really is. He, and we used to squash pasties every time we went to the motorway service station. He used to go around and squash all the pasties as he went along because he hated them. So I mean, that's rock and roll in it. I mean, that, you've got to. I'll never forget the yogurt, the strawberry yogurt going on the window in the service station. That is the highlight of my career. It, it was a particular mate of ours who was the one that didn't have a driving licence, but he was funny. Was he the one who used to banana all the towels at hotels? He used to... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seesaw. That's it. Seesaw the that's towels it, and it. leave them in the hotel rooms, yeah. But I'll never forget this moment. He just got this strawberry yoghurt. He just bought this strawberry yoghurt to do this. He whacked it, if you imagine, putting both hands out and doing a clap. Yeah. But where we were sat, there was tables, but there was like um, angled windows right next to the table. So literally the windows were next yeah. to his head. And he got the strawberry yogurt just as we were about to leave. Whacked it as hard as he could. <laughs> all over the windows, dribbled all down the windows and then we legged it. It was like three o'clock in the morning. Nobody gave a <laughs> shit like but it was hilarious. We used to run up and down corridors in hotels and stuff and banging on all the doors. It was just pathetic. Funny. <laughs> It was good fun there. So, so you, you were those people. Yeah, I mean, I slept under a sideboard once, under a like in this hotel room. There was two of them in the double bed. One was on floor, and I was under a sideboard. And it was, it was like a four foot gap, and I was asleep under there. Because we snuck under the window to get into this room. There was like one person, and then the rest of us snuck in when the guy wasn't looking. It was ridiculous. That was brilliant. Good fun. Yeah, we haven't really got any band stories, have we? Have we? Really? Not really that rock and roll, are we? Not really. Pretty boring, aren't we? I think the only time I've ever seen you get angry was when that... Um, was this Tom? Yeah, yeah, it's the only time I've ever seen you get angry. Um, oh, was, when he broke his guitar. Yeah, when, yeah, when, when that... Snapped my guitar. Yeah, when, when that... Pissed up and yeah, fell over it. Yeah, but, and then, then we also realised that it looked like he was probably... To put was he right. disabled Yeah, a special need or something. So, yeah. Yeah, and you couldn't tell him off, could you? No. It did he drop it or stamp on he it? Fell or over. He, he fell over he and snapped and snap head headstock yeah. off it, didn't he? But there was a. Is that a, your acoustic guitar? No, it was an no, electric. It, yeah, it split yeah. the headstock, didn't it? Yeah. Right down the middle. It was a cheap like PRS copy sort. But of. didn't you get like a big claim on the insurance? Yeah. <laughs> told told, told a few walkish lines and got a proper PRS. <laughs> That's good. No. <laughs> Every cloud. Can get arrested for insurance fraud now if I didn't put that in. <laughs> <laughs> no point in that, in this funny. There's no proof. No, I mean, you're claiming for insurance, so you're, it's fine. You're claiming for a broken guitar, and that's what it was. Yeah. It's all good. It wasn't under my name, so it's all right. It's well, I, I know my godfather many, many years ago uh, burnt out his old Capri to get a new Capri. <laughs> <laughs> now that is fraud. Yeah. At least mine was a genuine accident. Yeah. 
Yeah, so is it. So is his apparently. Yeah, but that was claimed on house insurance, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the worst thing about being in a band is carrying all the gear. It's all right for a bassist because they only have a bass, but... Yeah, amps are like, heavy. Amp, our amps, we weighed them, didn't we? The, the five stone seven, each? Seven, I think. No, not seven, seven. Five, seven. five stone each. About 45 kg, aren't they? Like They're heavy, yeah. They're like a metre wide. Yeah. Really Two speakers awkward. in. Yeah. yeah. My new amp's a bit lighter. It's but that's the worst minutes. thing, is carrying your gear through. It's, it's when you've got to carry it back when you've been there for hours and hours and you're sweaty yeah. and cold you've, you've just played your thing your your adrenaline's gone down and then you have to pack up yeah it's normally I find when you get home because you know you, you don't want to believe in your gear and you say god, god I can't leave anything outside my house no you know, that's someone borrowing it but um, you know that you're right it's worse than me you've got to carry a big ramp you know yeah. it barely fits through your front door it's mm. one o'clock in the morning you're knackered yeah. And, then, and then you smash your knuckles into the side of your door. Yeah. So I just, no. <laughs> it's just not fun. It's just not fun. Um, but we still keep doing it. What's, the, what's wrong with it? Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I know for a fact I would never want to be famous. I've got to that point, but I think I'd like to try it. <laughs> yeah. I might try it just because we've been doing it for so long. Yeah, I think we'd be able, a uh, able to cope with it now because we're doing it that long. Yeah. I think if you get it at like 16, and you, I think, you, yeah, it just... It depends what level of fame, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, someone like Michael Jackson, that that is just ridiculous. Because he's been famous, well, was, right from the age of five, was it, or something? Yeah, I think, yeah. It's just crazy. Mm. I, well, I mean, recently, we've had um, frontman of Lincoln Park, what's his name? Uh, Chester Bennington. Chester Bennington, and then just before that was uh, the audio slave girl. Uh, Chris about? Cornell. Chris Cornell, yeah. And, you know, that that all kind of links to this depression thing. and It must have been going on for years, or is it because that's the way they are, maybe? I think there's a bit of that. that a bit of both. But the lifestyle probably doesn't help that, that the way they are. You know mm. what I mean? That they're a bit vulnerable. The highs and lows are so yeah. extreme. I think, I think Chester had had issues with substances, hasn't he? In the past, so. I don't know if it was still... I think most I of think, them have, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. That's why I'm so glad I've never got into all that. Because I think if I did, it, I think it'd be a dangerous road. There's, some, there's something about um, young guys, folks that are in their early thirties, though, in it, or just thirties. I don't know what the stats are on it, but it's really quite. That's kind of the tricky not epic, epic, epidemic, but it's quite common. For, well, is that uh, what at they that say? Stage so of life, the, the suicides are really high at that sort of stage. Well, yeah, there's a club in that they call it. Is it like the thirty twos or something? Yeah. Twenty. And both of my friends that. Or is it the? T- were that age. Yeah. When they both their lives. Two of them. And uh, I think, I think it's a thing because like you went for a really bad stage at around. I think I was about 30s. 30, 34, 35 yeah. at the time. I really liked. Yeah. I Nearly think. lost everything, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know why that is. Is it just adjusting from being juvenile, younger, to then growing up? I think it's when you finally learn who you are. Because I had that a few years ago. When I left uni, like, you got all those hopes and dreams of being at uni and going off and getting a good job and everything. Yeah. And then you kind of come back into reality working, like, eight hours a day. But I've been that's working like since I really I've been working since I was nineteen, so it wasn't that for me personally. What it was for me personally was that I had two young children. It wasn't going so great with the other half, and obviously 
I won't name names, but we had a new person join the band, didn't we? Female. And it got a bit complicated. Mm. <laughs> but I think what it was was, that, oh, it's a kind of a new thing. And Yeah, that, I think at that stage of your life, I've, I felt that. It's kind of going gone now, I think. But when I was, oh, in, God, my, yeah. when I was in my early to mid-30s, I really went through that feeling of... Yeah. I just changed. I just think the way I thought I'd never quite rebelled even when I was a teenager I never went through all that so I think that was my time to do it yeah. I just went off I literally went off my fucking off the rails a bit, didn't I? I did though didn't I yeah I mean you saw it everybody saw mm. it unfortunately mm. but I think I needed to do it but it lasted for probably a couple of years and it was horrible yeah, it's really hard. Nice I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think me doing this self-employed thing, I think that's this has kind of been a bit of a thing for me recently. Where I've kind of, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't say I've always felt entitled, but I think when I was younger, I always, I always had a dad who was always saying, "You're going to do mm. this. You're going to do that. You're going to do great." And I think it's recently, especially this self-employed thing not working out for me. I kind of realised, thinking, "Yeah, I've just." Gonna have to kind of accept this one, and I think it's made me look at things very differently yeah. recently. Because yeah. you're always told when you're in school, like work hard, pass your exams, yeah. and you'll do well, and that's job, it. you'll be fine. And, that's yeah. it. and you do all of that, and then and it's all a bit of a lie, yeah, in that sense. Kind of is. You I need mean, a bit of a. I don't know about you guys, but one of the things that um, I think really changed how I've looked at things recently is um, how long it takes to to progress. So you know when you work somewhere. I, I didn't realise how long it takes to progress up the ladder in a certain way. You know, I thought it took six months a year, and then you were a manager. Yeah, yeah. you kind of had that yeah. uh, that thing about you anyway, because you've had that kind of don't take this the wrong way, but it, like immaturity. Because we're a lot a bit yeah, older yeah, than yeah. you, we kind of see you growing up. Yeah, because you started yeah, in band at seventeen. Yeah. yeah, so it's quite quite strange. We're not all growing up together. I was. No. But how old am I? Compared to you, quite old. Well, you're forty-two. I'm twenty-six. Yeah, it's quite a big difference. It's so I've kind of seen that yeah. kind of thing, and I think that's why we all get on, because it's such a big age yeah. range, 26 to 42. It's a big jump. It's, I think your mid-20s are a weird age. Uh, you, you're, you're only a, couple, mm. a few you're years older than me. me. Yeah. For me, because early to mid-20s. Yeah, really because difficult. I think you're in this That was place. my happy time, because I, 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 I was in a steady kind of relationship, and I was quite happy yeah. but I think the problem with me a few years ago when it happened when I was what 35 or whatever when I went through all that was I was in a really horrible job that I'd, it was completely I was working in the doctors at the time I think yeah I was and I was flitting about and I was getting shouted at all day long so I, was, I felt like I was up against a wall all the time mm. and I think I just wanted to like, fuck this I'm off you know what I mean because I'd have two new kids Mrs. wasn't really interested in me anymore because obviously you just have young kids, you, you never are. So you've got to be very careful. I advise this to you guys as well. You've just got to be very careful. You've got to give them a bit of room, your other half. Yeah, I've been through it already yeah, four years ago, so I can't. I yeah. think I did go through that, but yeah. this time it's a little bit. Yeah, I mean, obviously, different, different. people cope in different ways, but well, I have nowhere to go. One, one, I'm going to be really honest, like, I, I don't know if you've had this, Alex, you probably will. Maybe I don't know. I don't know about Tom, but this really surprised me because when I was going through my twenties and late teens, I was really I could be spontaneous, do a few crazy things, but mm. I was pretty sensible and I had my head screwed on. Mm. You know, I, 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 was, I was pretty chilled out. I was quite happy in my late twenties anyway. Yeah. Before I met my missus, and um, I, I was pretty steady going really. But then when 
we had our first child and then a couple of years after that I just changed and I felt like I wanted to rebel like you would when you were 17 yeah and I couldn't get rid of this feeling it was like a like I was looking at other women and yeah, I yeah, never did anything yeah, yeah. and I never yeah. tried to thankfully but the, the I'm going to be honest like the, the feelings were way more than I had when I was a teenager like I just wanted something else I think it's now if that opportunity was there I don't think I would have done it Mm. Don't get me wrong, I don't think, I, given that opportunity, I don't think I would have gone through with anything. Mm. But it was like a big change in my life. Mm. And I just felt like I wanted to be a bloke. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, and then I was never like that before. <clears throat> See, for me, I my, what, what I'm, I've learned, for me in my mid-20s, is, is, is it's a weird time because... Um, people are in so many different stages. So I've got, mm. I've got friends mm. who... Guy who lives with me lives in our, lives in Smithyland. Yeah, he he genuinely lives in this different world. Yeah, he he still acts like he's seventeen, eighteen. Um, then I've got other friends who I went to school with who are even a little bit younger than me. They've been they're married. They've got two kids. Got divorced. Yeah, yeah that's it. And that, on yeah, onto yeah. the second long term like relationship. The song when he goes through his. That's it. <clears throat> and and, and, doing, and that it? song to me right now where I am really relates because I'm yeah, in a bit yeah. of a weird no man's land. And I'm kind of, I can feel it. I'm kind of getting to a point now where I've, I'm coming towards a crossroads. I can mm. feel it. I can see it coming. You know, I'm 26, going to be 30 before I know it. Mm. I'm in a good position. I've got a house, you know, blah, blah. Everything's looking okay. But I'm kind of now getting to, at some point soon, I'm going to have to choose. Do I settle down and start looking at having a family and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff? Or do I go down the route that my godfather went and you never quite settle down? I think there's almost an expiry date to it, don't where your mind starts yeah. changing yeah. as a man. Definitely. I was at that stage around your age. Yeah. And it's weird, it's like... Where I yeah, didn't you know were where I was going. For a long while, weren't yeah. you? you I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never had a serious relationship. I did when I was, like, late teens. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. From 16 to 19 or whatever. But then nothing for another 10 years, really. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because, you know, obviously, I know I always say, oh, I don't want kids, I don't want kids. But I see you guys, we all kids sometimes, and there's just a little twinge in my back of my mind going, I want to be called Dad. Yeah, yeah. And then I watch yeah. some, sometimes other things, I think, God, I couldn't cope with I was never sure. I was 50-50, yeah. in a way. But it's, just... it's one of them things you never plan, because no, it's not like a holiday where it ends. Yeah. It when you end. have a kid, it don't end. No. It's, it's there. So, if you've got that, I, I don't know what to say to it. I mean, I've got two at 12 and 10, and it's the best thing in the world to me. You know, it's just the way it is, and I've always wanted kids. But they do drive you up the frigging wall. Yeah. But I, I, I still don't think I'm a dad. It's, it's a strange thing, but it's a kind of a natural thing there. Mm. So it's a bit hard, really, to understand, but I, don't, I think if you plan something, you're only going to be disappointed. Mm. So it took us 18 months to get the first one out, <laughs> as it were, <laughs> to be um, produced. But the second one, we thought, oh, we'd have 18 months again. Four months. It's like, oh, shit, what do we do? It's a bit too close. But they're two years apart, so it was good. But, but really, the fact that, in, in that time you were talking about, yeah, that exactly. probably didn't happen. We were two young kids. But I was literally your age, I think, when we started trying. Well, mm. more or less, about 27, I think. Yeah. I had the first one when she was 20. Yeah, so I'd be 26. Yeah, my dad was 28 when my mum had me. So 29 when I had the first one, and then 31 when the second one. Yeah. Um, but I'd been with, obviously, the partner for 10 years before that. Yeah. 
from like the age John of nineteen. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what. But scares I'd me. love to have gone off with like another fifty women just to try a bit. See, I never did that really. This is where we. I've never this had is that. where we've done things very opposite. I've had like the one partner yeah. that was serious. You know, what yeah. I mean? had some bit earlier in the teens, but. The one partner said, so it's always, I think that's what happened to me when I was 35. Yeah, yeah. I had 20 years nearly up to this point. Yeah. I thought, on a, something else. You felt like Do you know what? Man, we, we've said this before in our, in, in our own, yeah. that's why we're doing podcasts, because we say things like this in practice sessions and whatever. Yeah, all the time. We're talking I, think, about. I think there's a bit of that, I think that's in our nature to a certain extent. To, to yeah. feel that way. Not, not everyone, not my missus. You know. I don't agree, I'm not saying it's right mm. at all, but I think, I think is it a man thing? I don't know if it's just a man thing. Well, a man that's run by his trousers. I mean, let's be honest. That's what men are. Yeah, I, I can cop to that. I don't agree <laughs> when people say that's all you think about. That's no, not true. no, it's not. But you, you, you think about motorbikes yeah. as well. Oh yeah, stuff like cars and things. Yeah, it's not all we yeah. think about. But every eight seconds, I think <laughs> as a bloke, um, you know, that it's weird because you just. That I think it's just that like excitement. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I can't explain it to be honest. I mean, I think because I we, we've done things anybody. really differently. Obviously, you guys, um, <clears throat> apart from blokes, obviously. <laughs> you, we, you guys, <laughs> you've been in long-term relationships. Well, for, longer. For, well, it's like it's been going on for years. Yeah. it's more than half my life. Yeah, I mean, bless her, I love her to bits. I, I know you, you were single for a long time, but I don't think you did what I didn't sort of went not, not to that extent yeah, not no, like what I you, did no, not that but I, I think because I did that um, I, I think that kind of ruined relationships for me yeah because you know there, there was points where it's like it, 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 I'd be like doing a hat trick over a weekend but I think hmm. so, like, especially with my mum it was six months of more or less friendship yeah, obviously yeah. there was all that going off but it was six months of friendship and it was really, really solid. And yeah. even to this day, we can sit there for two hours, turn the tally off, yeah, and have a conversation. And have a conversation. If, if that wasn't there, we'd have split up years ago. Yeah. It would not work. Yeah, so we're on the same page. So. But she's not the person I, I would choose out of a lineup. You know what I mean? She's mm. not the person I'd choose at all. But there's some yeah. kind of chemical. Yeah, click. there's a chemistry there that you yeah. can't. Yeah. You, you can't explain. Yeah. Tom, say something. You've been very, very quiet. You've got anything to say? Well, what about you and your lovely lady? Because you, you were single for a long time, weren't you? You Yeah, yeah, you had a cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it you was kept bit... yourself really to yourself, didn't you, for, for yeah. a few years? You had a fridge and a cold flat, that yeah. was it? Yeah. It wasn't that long. Not I think how long it was. About 15 years, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> about four years. Yeah, four or five Yeah, but years. you were chasing your lady wife for a while, wasn't you? If I remember rightly. Not a little really. bit. It was no. for a bit, I'm sure you was. Well, I met her. And then I didn't see her, I met her like once, and then didn't see her for about a year. Mm. And then started like chasing her then, like, like a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, uh, yeah, but you, the you went out. You it, cheek, so aid, you know? yeah. it was not like a, an instant meeting <laughs> and then it progressed. It was like no. you just saw her and then kind of followed her. No. Not followed her, but you know what I mean? It wasn't like a. <laughs> didn't start from the particular moment that you met her is what no. I'm getting at so you kind of went back yeah well I saw her and then saw mm. her again and then went yeah. for it the second time yeah that's yeah. no, like when I when I first met my ex-missus um, I met her a year and a half before we ever went out 
and it was on a night out, stood with one of my mates, and I'm looking at her going, wow, I like that. Nudge my mates, I says, I'm going to tap that. Yeah, that's, that's the thing with you, it's all kind of about the looks, I suppose, so far. And, and do you know what, and, and I was going to get onto this, hmm. I have definitely learnt... It's not that. It doesn't matter how great the pair is, how great the horse is, how great they smash the hell out of you. It doesn't matter. Well, after a certain length of time, it doesn't... Matter. No, and I, I think now, now, especially I've got a bit older, um, I've realised, looks fade, doesn't matter how attractive she is when she's 20... If, if, if you don't get through the shit times yeah and yeah, something that keeps you together something that keeps you together even when times are it's, pretty it's wank. got to be a chemistry you can't <clears throat> as, as I described it to my little brother because I say he's, he's 15, 16 now he's starting to go through that stage and I was explaining to him that like it's a bit like looking at um, you know, a great shop window display but you go inside the shop and there's nothing interesting in it yeah we ain't going to buy out are you no so for me personally <laughs> I've definitely learned Maybe don't try and go out with someone who's, you know, an aspiring model. Try batting out your league. Go for someone who's nice because in twenty years' time they're going to look the same, still but they'll still nice. be the That's same right. person. That's right. And I wish I learned <coughs> this five years yeah, ago. But, yeah, but you've enjoyed yourself along the way. But it's, it, if yeah. you get attached to things, then then it'll break your heart even more. But yeah. if you're just going out there for a good time. Which is not something I could have ever done. I don't know if I could have done that. I, I, I get attached to things. I can't you, do that. You have to train yourself to do it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you do. You do. Because I, I, I used to wear my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. And I don't know. I, yeah, I you just, did, yeah. actually. And I, and I learned to switch off. I learned to just see it as a mission you did rather go for, than... You went for a period, like Paul was saying, where you saw you grew up kind of from 17. Yeah. And when you probably got to 21, 22, yeah. maybe... You did change for a little bit. You turned that, into a lad. Yeah, you were a big yeah. star. And that, that's when I went off the rails for two yeah, years yeah, and yeah, just went, yeah, right, it's like going off the rails or just getting it out of your system. I have never got it out of my system. That's what happened to me when I was 35. That's what happened. I don't think you went off the rails because you were still working, you were still, or you always had a job, you were still getting You just enjoyed yourself. Yeah, but I was mindless most of the time at work. Because I was out every time. Took it a bit further than most people. Probably wasn't that bad. It, I never did. Well, that's what it sounded like to her, but did he? I don't know, maybe. Probably don't remember all the bad bits. Uh, what I remember is, I remember, um, I, I don't remember the exact number, but I know it's ludicrous. Um, but it. I saw, <laughs> that's just gloated. <laughs> no, 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 it was. And, and you know what? I'm not proud of it. When I look back on it, I think, God, I, I told some really bad lies. I strung a lot of people along. I mean, I've got a right jar of hearts. You probably hurt a lot of people. <laughs> I, I, I'm just about to say, I've hurt a lot of people. I bet some of them girls are probably interested in something more. Oh, God, yeah, and I told orcish lies. You were just like, yep, yeah, do you yeah, want... Yeah, that's it. And you know what? I look feel. back on it and I think, God, you bastard. But mm. because of what's happened to me in the last 18 months or so, karma comes back and bites you. And so you kind of... you look back on. I look back on some of these things and I think... You know, I wish I knew what I knew now, hmm. four years ago, and I'd have, I'd have punched myself in the face, straight out, as you're a dickhead. <laughs> it was only four years ago, bloody yeah. hell. Yeah. But there were a few occasions when we played gigs and stuff, and I can remember a couple of conversations where you were a bit over the top, for me. I didn't say anything. I, I, can't, I can't remember. You, you probably would have got the vibe at the time that we were like, yeah, I'll up it in a bit. But not... that's only because we wasn't laddish like you at the time. I think if we were all no, in that that, what position... I'm saying it was quite disrespectful to to women. Oh right, yeah, for yeah. a while. Definitely. Oh yeah, the, the way you talked about them. I was oh like, yeah, no, that's oh yeah. No, I don't like that. 
But I knew you were just going for a start. I knew you, that wasn't the real you. Yeah. Because we'd seen you from growing up. And, and th this is what I mean, oh, you know. Yeah. There was there was definitely things I did that I really shouldn't have done. Now, don't get me wrong, there is no way I'm going to get to 40. I wish, God, I wish I, I played the field more. God, I, I wish I went out and smoked this. God, I wish I tried snorting that. I've been there, done it. Yeah, yeah. So there's no that's way I'm going to... a lot of people. Yeah. So, so I know that. for fact... That may be a good thing in the long run. Well, that's what I mean. So I know next time I settle down, I'm not going to be straining at the leash. Mm -hmm. When I come back, that, yeah. I'm going to be rampant, I tell you. I'm going oh, to be saying, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to be a tree. <laughs> so so it, it, it's just different ways of dealing with things. But now I think you're totally right. There was definitely one point where I kind of trained myself that well to be a dick... That I genuinely felt that a woman, you know, it, it wasn't a person to me. It was, it was a, um, a mission. It was my mission to bed that and throw it out my door the next morning. See you later, love. And that's what I did. Mm. And I say I'm not proud of it, but now I'm older. Yeah, it's interesting to hear your, your views on it at four years later. Yeah. Um, years later. Like I say, if I could go back in time, I'd probably spark myself out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We come close mm. at some points, don't we, to telling you to do one because you did get a bit a couple of times you got a bit intense with but it. that's it's almost like well, having know. a drunk person and a sober person next to each other yeah and it's that kind of that's what it was like it was a bit because mm. we were a kind of normal steady relationship or whatever most of yeah. us or whatever and then you was like being a complete dick <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't blame you in some ways but no, you just no, got a little bit over the top at one, at one point yeah. I mean, can you remember anything in particular I did or said I, know, I can't not, remember so. the exact words but I do remember one gig we played in Nottingham funnily enough we were stood outside at the maze we stood out the back you know, there was like a little yeah. courtyard out the back where you could have I'm, I'm gonna sit, I'm... Uh, and you were just talking about some girl or Something in the, in the, I don't know what you said, yeah. but I remember that occasion was one of the ones where I, I was like, you know, but sure. I don't really want to know this this guy. But I knew that wasn't the real you. I think yeah. you down, but at the time, yeah. But we didn't say I didn't say it because I knew you better than that. Yeah, like I say, I, you know, it's, I it's I, I, life, I, I look back on it now and I think, shouldn't I, do, I mean, the, there's definitely there's, there's one particular point where I sort of think well, I should have stopped at that point and I just didn't yeah. and, I, and I don't think that you know the guy who I was going out with a lot of the time because he was totally off the rails I mean we, you know, I, I won't tell you what I, what I was having to do at work to get me through the day but we, we were doing some bad stuff you know we, we'd be going out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday you know, you know we'd be out on a Thursday night till four o'clock in the morning go to work hammered at six and then we'd be out all weekend doing this, doing that. And I did that for, say, what, it was about 18 months, wasn't it? I think it? so, yeah. And then I just stopped, didn't I? It was yeah. like the last week, yeah. weekend that carried on, wasn't it? It was that kind of... Yeah. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people go through that. You know, oh, you I, I think right it's good to get it out of your system. It, 110 it, it teaches your values, I think, that's oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But It just shows you how messed up people can get. But... I mean, you know, for me yeah. personally yeah. as well, what I went through. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how you can just, like, one day wake up and, like, mess everything up. Well, and, and the starting point was one of my ex-girlfriends. Uh, we, we split up and I just did not take it very well. But um, mm. I, I definitely think about, about some of the things I did and think, why did I do that? Like, why, why, did, I, why did I give her these promises and just totally screwed her over? Why did I do it? Because I gained nothing. But again, you know, now I'm older, yeah. I won't do it again. So hopefully I've laid a path 
from experiences to be a better bloke in think, the future. Yeah, I think that's probably a good thing. I think. In a roundabout <laughs> way, even though you, know, you might have hurt somebody along the way, I think it's just part of life. And You know, you might get to 70 and something happened major and you do something really bad and you think, oh, you know, I should be no better yeah. at this age. But you do you ever mistakes, learn? Don't you? If you don't make the mistake, you wouldn't have learned. Definitely. No. no. So if you didn't do that, you wouldn't and, and I definitely think if I didn't do what I did, I would probably be straining at the leash a lot more and probably yeah. questioning a lot more things. Probably be more like your mate who's living with you. Maybe yeah. now, even Yeah, now. whereas because because I've been there, done it, I kind of, I just, I don't know, I just, I just remember waking up one morning thinking, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Have you ever, I mean, I'll ask you a question, you don't have to answer it, but have you ever cheated on anyone when you were with? Many, many times. Oh, right, okay. Right. Oh, God. There was one, I won't, obviously, I won't say the girl's name now. My, my ex-missus thought I was cheating on her. Never did. But there was one particular girl. Oh, God. Every weekend. And I had a friend, right, and he was my wingman. And he, he, he was unbelievable. Some of the stuff, I mean, he, some of the stuff he was doing made me feel uneasy. That's how bad he was. And that all came to light for him. And um, relationship crashed, all this kind of... They're now engaged having a kid. Um, I think if somebody's like that, though, is that how they're going to be all the time? No, no. I think the, the problem with him in particular was um, he, he'd been young, he'd been with her a long time, mm. and he, saw, and then he, he became of age. He saw me single, you know, pulling this girl, taking that girl mm. home, getting her numbers. I want some of that. And But the problem with him was, obviously, he was doing it when he had a missus. Now, she found out about all this, and she got her own back a bit, and it broke him. Yeah. It totally shattered him. Mm. And as soon as that happened, they kind of sat down, rekindled and everything. I say he's one of my best mates. Mm. And you know, you know now, he says it's the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah. It made them stronger and better. Same yeah. with me, yeah. personally. Yeah. But luckily, nothing happened for me. Yeah. I didn't do anything at the time. It was just the thoughts and nearly going through things. And So I, I think it's a good thing, because like you say... If you don't keep together after that, then mm. what is the point, you know? I've, I've got to be honest with you, you know, there are people out there who are serial cheaters. Well, that, I was going to say, it's really, it seems really common. Yeah. And it, it seems really common when people have children, they hear about it all the time. Yeah. Now, now our young lads at school and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The amount of couples that split up and they've got young young yeah. kids. I know there's a lot of, there is a lot of pressure on you when you've got young kids, mm. but people cheating around and stuff like this it just seems really common I, I think if you, people not to stay together anymore if you can cheat and I mean I'll tell you the truth I always felt guilty but it almost it almost became like an addiction I'll, I'll explain it to you as best I can the partner I had at the time was so nice I got away with murder it didn't matter what I did I just got away with it Even but, I mean knew. you did have kids you didn't have no. kids no, so, so the, the, that, yeah, there was so nothing holding the He wasn't hurting anybody apart from the person you was Exactly. Yeah. But, I think um, when there's children involved, yeah, the young kids yeah, involved, it's very then, different. I'm sorry, it's but really sad, yeah. That is, yeah, it's really, really sad. It's really all too common, unfortunately. But I believe, you know, if, if you've got a partner and you can cheat on you, you can turn around and say you don't feel anything, because I felt guilty every time. Yeah. I, I, th- I think there's because, something wrong yeah, with you If you can, you know... Fame love or whatever, or make it look that you love this person, but be doing all this stuff I can't do that. and just and genuinely not care. Yeah, I, can't, I, I think can't that, that I think that is a solid sociopath trait that you can do that. Mm. You can I switch it off almost yeah. like it's somebody else doing it. I couldn't, and when she pulled me up on it, blah blah, I actually split it with her in the end because I felt that guilty about some of the stuff I'd done. 
and she she forgave me. I says, I, I can't, I can't. To protect her. Yeah, I, I, says, I says, we need to call this off. I says, I'm going to keep doing it. You were just at that stage in life where you... Uh, that's what, that's yeah. what I was, was going to say, I think, because it was that point of your life that yeah. that's why you did it. I don't think... I think if maybe it was now, then it, you'd probably be quite happy and you'd stick, you, you know... Yeah, you've got that eye system. Oh, 110%. If someone, if someone gave me the list of my exes, um, that one particular one I was just saying about where she always came back and I did all these bad things, I'd go, I'd marry that one. Yeah. She was the best in the world. Yeah. But Is that not an option then? No, 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 no. No, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I wouldn't belittle her like that. This is some of the things I did. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even dare. No. That ship has sailed. Oh, yeah. I need the toilet, lads. Yeah. I need some more nicotine. Yeah. <laughs> should we wrap this um, episode up? I think we should rename it not to Dread and Monkey in Depression, but Dread and Monkey in Life. Yeah. yeah I think it's a good episode got, yeah. to end on, actually. It's yes. weird, because I've opened up more just then about some of my social stuff than I have with some of my mates. Uh, I think with, all with of your best friends. I've said things I've never told anyone. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Could have be, gone for another hour. To yeah, be fair, I'm but sure there'll, there'll be people listening to this going, "God, he's a dick." But I think there'll be a lot of people. I, but I, th- I, th- I think there'll be a lot of people who can relate. Like yeah, and can sit there and think, "Yeah, I've done I think that, if I've you were that. just blurting out what you'd done, then that'd make you a dick. You brought yeah. it around into like how you've matured from yeah. from that. And I think we knew. I, I, we didn't disown you at the time because we I mean, knew Alex f- when you were seventeen, growing up. I mean, to be fair, Alex, that was always going to be you. To be fair, Alex, you've always been a knowhead. <laughs> Let's end it on that. Let's wrap it up. This is podcast eight. Good night. Say good night, gentlemen. Good night. Well, that's this week's episode of Musicians and Man Caves done. So please share this podcast with your friends and family. Without you guys, we cannot keep putting these out. So a bit of support, a quick thumbs up, or a little comment at the bottom. That will really help us so we can put some more of these out each week. So you can subscribe on our YouTube channel. This will also uh, give you the heads up of when the next episode is coming out. Or you can check us out on Facebook. In fact, the YouTube channel is Dreaded Monkey UK. The Facebook channel is Dreaded Monkey Music. And the Instagram page is at Dreaded underscore Monkey underscore Official. So that's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, the usual. Uh, We've had an absolute blast doing this, so it's been great fun and a big learning curve. So we look forward to doing lots more in the future for you. So one last thing, we are hoping to get these out on the big podcast forums or whatever you want to call them. That's iTunes, Podbean, places like that. All links will go on our social media pages in the upcoming episodes. So, well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Toodaloo.